Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, I have a member of the FCSI Education Foundation Board, as well as a few committees within FCSI of the Americas. She's one of the smartest people I know and one of the hardest working moms. Please welcome the project manager of Camacho, Miss Jennifer Murphy. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing good. Well, I really appreciate you joining us this week. It's uh, These are a lot of fun to get to know people. And I know you and I have spent a little bit of time, but not a lot. So I'm really looking forward to learning a little bit more about the uh, Jennifer Murphy behind the wall, if you will. Um, and okay. I'm sure we've got a few things. But before we get started, as you know, every episode we start off with the obligatory tell us about yourself type thing. So let's get started by just explaining how you got to be a food service consultant. Um, where did you get your start? What kind of background did you have before you were a consultant? Um, and if there's any specialties or segments or anything you specialize in within Camacho. Well, I, I kind of got my start in restaurants, uh, okay. in the front of house, actually, not as a cook. Okay. Um, I, I snuck out whenever I was 18 and got a job in a Mexican restaurant, uh, <laughs> Las Lamitas, in Batesburg, Leesville, South Carolina. Um, and I worked there um, until I went to college, worked through college in various restaurants. Um, with the intent that I wanted to design kitchens and okay. bathrooms for residential homes. Yeah. Um, that did not really work out all that well. <laughs> um, and I found myself applying for a kitchen designer um, position at a food service firm, which I, I had no idea what that was whenever I... <laughs> I <laughs> whenever I applied for it, but I kind of fell into food service and I really always love space planning and interior design, which is what I have my degree in. Okay. Um, and food service kind of just felt, <laughs> felt natural for me, I nice. guess. Do you still dabble a little bit with residential or do you only do commercial? Um, I am actually designing my own kitchen right now. Nice. Uh, my kitchen uh, is original to my home, which was okay. built in like 1990, I believe. Okay. And it is literally falling apart. I have a KitchenAid <laughs> stand mixer um, that has broken my cabinet because it's so heavy. <laughs> and like you can kind of just lift the whole bottom of the cabinet. It's pretty awful. So I'm actually designing my kitchen right now uh, which is really exciting that is exciting um and are you how many times you're a designer and i've i've known a lot of you how many times so far have you changed your plans i i have multiple options inside my rep okay. model all right because i can't decide on one that's what i figured that's why i had to ask the question I want to know at what double digit number you are when this is all finally done. I want to see how big that number gets to how many revisions you have within Revit before you finally get to it and actually build it. That's Ooh. what I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be okay. asking that question. I'm going to have to start keeping track now. You are absolutely. That's going to be a question <laughs> down the road. Absolutely. Okay. So within Camacho, explain to us a little bit about what you do with Camacho and what your specialties within the firm are. Well, my situation with Camacho is kind of unique right now. Um, since the pandemic hit and my children have been at home, I have kind of been working 
part-time. Yeah. Um, it started out at like 30 hours a week and now it's more like 20 hours a week as okay. uh, we've decided to homeschool this year. So okay. my my uh, role with Camacho has kind of evolved over time. So originally I was uh, managing projects and that was basically all I did. Mm -hmm. And now I have moved more into an operations role where okay. I am auditing projects to make sure, or I guess see if we're making money, not make sure we're making <laughs> money, I guess to see if we are, yeah. uh, which sometimes we are, sometimes we're not, it goes that way. Um, yeah. I am meeting with the other project managers to try to help them stay organized um, and keep everybody on schedule. I am helping out pretty much anybody who needs to be helped out and, okay. and doing some designs. So I'm doing a little bit of everything at Camacho nice. now. That sounds kind of fun, actually. It's never the same thing. It is. Day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting in that some days you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I actually think that's kind of fun. I, I uh, it's probably why I do for what I do for a living. It's never the same day twice. So, um, what do you uh, tell me a little bit about of all the projects you've done in your career up to this point? Is there one or two that really stand out to you that you are really proud of, or were? If it's not that one, is it somebody that was really challenging to get through, or something of that nature? Oh, I don't want to talk about the challenging people. No, <laughs> um, so I'll talk. I'll talk about my favorite one, which is actually really easy. Um, I did a project for the Charlotte Rescue Mission. Actually, I'm working oh, nice. on another one now. Um, okay. Charlotte Rescue Mission um, helps uh, people who are troubled with with drug abuse, or maybe they're in abusive situations. They're trying to get out of those. Um, they have a men's house and a women's house. Nice. Um, we recently redid uh, a cafe actually for them where they're inviting men and women that are going through their rehabilitation programs. They come and work in the cafe and gain skills that they can then take out into the real world once they're nice. done with their rehabilitation program. So the cafe is it's actually so nice and yeah. it's great. They have great food. Um, they have consistent food, uh, despite nice. having new workers every eight weeks or so. Oh, wow. um, so that's what, that's definitely my favorite project. It's a great story. They're helping out the community. And actually, many of the graduates of that uh, program have gone on to work in several of the fine dining restaurants in the Charlotte area. So it's a really successful program and definitely one I was uh, happy to be involved with. Yeah, what a great project. What a great thing for the community as well. That is, that's fantastic. That program that you've helped work on obviously has a big influence in the community. Is there anybody in your life that's been a big influence in your either professional or personal life? Oh, so, so many people. I get to give shout outs. Um, <laughs> so the first, the first designer that I felt like really taught me what food service was and, and how to design kitchens is John Barja from okay. food design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got my start with food design and he was he was an excellent mentor. Um, even if maybe it, sometimes I didn't think so at the time. <laughs> um, uh, Reggie Daniel was a huge uh -oh. influence on me as well. Like, of yeah. course, he was an influence on everybody that he yeah. met. Um, and James Camacho is, is my new mentor. <laughs> he, he's yeah. been a huge influence uh, since I've been at Camacho. Um, and I don't want to leave out uh, Kathy Fowler and Jimmy okay. Liddick. 
um, who I worked with actually both at Food Design and Vision Builders. And Jimmy actually worked at Camacho. So um, the... Some people in in Charlotte bounce around, have bounced around a little bit, yeah. And uh, they are two of my best friends and two of my best resources in the food service world. How fun! I, it, it's a great community of food service consultants. I mean, and, and I it really is. I know that there. You talk a little bit about everybody goes from this firm to that firm, and yeah, there's a little bit of that. But really, it's it. What's great about our industry? that I found over the years is there's not a lot of animosity when people do it. Like some become so competitive in some industries that you can't get along with somebody if they've all of a sudden left your firm to go to a competitor's firm because you're all really competing against each other. But it doesn't seem to happen too much in food service consulting. I don't know if it's because it's a smaller world or whether it's just the respect for what everybody does. But there is something about that. I don't know what it is yet, though. In 11 years, I have figured it out. Sometimes I think there's just so much work to go around. It's like, yeah, you're competing, but there's so much to go around. It's hard to truly compete somebody out of business. Yeah, that's a good point. So you mentioned that you're homeschooling now. And so obviously by the background that we see now, art class is going very well. So, um, (laughs) so tell us a little bit about your background of, of the art you're, we're seeing on the wall behind you. Um, well, my, my oldest daughter, Lila, who is 10 years old now, um, she's always been a bit of an artist, uh, ever since she could pick up a pen and start doodling. So a lot of these are hers. Uh, my younger daughter, Emma is actually a very, very good artist in her own right too. Um, but she, (laughs) she's just not a, she's not quite as interested. She's not the one drawing every night in her bed, um, till midnight. Uh, so some of these, this over here is a self portrait. Okay. Um, We've got a couple self-portraits behind me that we did during our first uh, homeschool unit for Van Gogh. So they're Van Gogh style. Oh, Um, I love it. Yeah, I see that. There is Flurry from Animal Crossing right above my head. There's a dragon back there and a circus baby um, and a spider Gwen up in the corner too. So there's nice. all kinds of stuff on my wall. Um, I love my it. oldest has gotten really into anime. So she's oh, nice. been drawing a lot more anime recently. Very cool. Very cool. Well, besides being a super mom and a food service consultant, uh, what are some other hobbies that people may not know about you that you have? Um, I'm a big baker. Um, I've got a sourdough starter that turns three in January, uh, named Bubbles. Um, and she makes, she makes some very, very good sourdough. So I'm, I'm usually baking some kind of bread or dessert almost every weekend. Um, and I guess in my free time, I play a a bit of Animal Crossing, um, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that's, that's my guilty pleasure. Uh, oh, very good. I I have to admit I have that one as well. So that's one of my yeah, uh, go-to games. I play a lot of golf when it's nice out, but when it gets kind of getting cold and everything else, uh, the Nintendo Switch and I become very good friends over the winter time playing. Yeah. Animal Crossing. Oh, see, I thought you just really liked building the snow boys in Animal Crossing. (laughs) A little bit of everything, actually. I have to actually set it down. Like, it gets bad enough to where I will, okay, I've got to go to bed or I've got to. It becomes a little bit of an obsession. So I kind of have to put it aside at times. My husband calls it my digital dollhouse. 
Yes. I'd hate to admit that, but that's probably about right. It's that's, very, very true. I, I hated it but for a long time, but I've, I've embraced it now. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, if you have not chosen a career in the food service industry, what do you think you'd be doing for your career? I have no idea. Um, would I be still working in a restaurant? Probably not. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's hard to leave. You may have been. Who knows? Uh, like they did have their hooks in me, but yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't know. I might find, I might have found myself in the kitchen. I do love baking, so yeah. I might have found myself in a bakery or a patisserie. Nice. Yeah. Um, I might have been a professional organizer. Okay. Um, I've gotten, I've kind of find, I've found a passion of organizing stuff at Camacho. Um, nice. So I, I may have done something like that. I'm not so, sure. You can become the FCSI version of Marie Kondo then? Yeah, something like that. There you go. That's your new, <laughs> That'd be crazy. Your, your new tagline right there. Uh, what's For somebody that does want to get into food service consulting, though, uh, on a more serious side, what piece of advice do you have for them thinking about becoming a food service consultant? I would say that the best piece of advice would be to have a, a thick skin. Okay. Um, a lot of these clients are pretty ruthless and sometimes it's like you're talking to a new person every day. Um, so every time you talk to them, it's a little something different yeah. and you just have to be flexible whenever yeah. you're a food service consultant or maybe that just generally in life, you need to be flexible. Um, but that's probably the best thing that you can, you can do as a food service consultant is don't get it in your head that things have to be a certain way. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you've been involved with the FCSI Educational Foundation, and we haven't talked much about that on the show, but can you tell us a little bit more about what the foundation does and uh, what your involvement's been like as, as a board member? Um, well, the, the foundation has been trying to do a lot. Um, with COVID, it was certainly hard to continue our yeah. internship programs um, and our grant programs, although we did have uh, a grant recipient in 2020 who's doing a research project. Um, and we did have a successful internship um, in, uh, I believe it was 2019. And, and that intern member actually is a food service consultant now who is sitting on the board. Um, oh, nice. So we've got some fresh blood on the board to get some fresh ideas. There are big things coming down the lines and we are working very, very hard to meet a lot of those original goals of the educational foundation um, in regards to like our true educational platform for our consultants. Nice. And people wanting to be consultants. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to, to hearing more from the foundation then in the future and see what, they, uh, what they're cooking up and what they've got uh, planned for the future. That's all the formal questions I've got for you today. But as okay. you know, before we get done with our interviews, we like to have a little bit of fun with everybody. So I've got a set of would you rather questions I'd like to dive into here. So if you don't mind indulging me, um, we'll start off with the first one being, would you rather have the ability to move things with your mind or the ability to read minds? Oh, definitely the ability to move things with my mind. I don't want to be able to read people's mind. That could get disturbing. <laughs> I agree. Would you rather be forced to sing along or forced to dance to every song you hear? 
sing along. Would you rather? Do I have to explain them? <laughs> no, you, no, you don't have to if you don't want. You can if you like, but you okay. don't have to. Would you rather okay. be chronically underdressed or overdressed for every occasion? Are we talking about in terms of like casual or formal or like actual how many pieces of clothes are oh, you wearing? I, that's a, you're the first person to challenge this. Uh, I was thinking in my mind when I wrote the question that it would be casual versus formal. But that's okay, if we're talking casual versus formal, always casual. I, I tell you, I, I, I'm looking at my, my crew over here too. And uh, I, I hate to go off script very often for myself, but in three seasons now of working with consultants on this show, there's always one or two people that are, and this is the way you as designers, I believe, completely think differently, which is what makes you so good at what you guys do. But you always find loopholes in my would you rathers <laughs> that I never, ever think about every single time. So, and I love it because I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Hey, last season it, was, I'll never forget Kristen today. It was something about uh, brush your teeth or chew gum. And, and, and I can't remember what it was. She's like, I could just chew gum every day to, to get my teeth clean. I'm like, brilliant. I never, that was, everybody had gone through it and one person had to challenge it. But anyway, I, uh, a little off a little tangent there, but all right. So back to the real questions. Would you rather never be able to go outside during the day or never be able to go outside during the night? I guess never be able to go outside during the night. Okay. I don't think I would like not being able to go out in the sun, but I could handle not going outside at night. I mostly don't do that anyway. <laughs> would you rather lounge by the pool or lounge by the beach? Lounge by the pool. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week? the same socks for a month although can i pick neither no, neither one of those sounds good <laughs> can't choose neither sorry that's not the okay well we'll go with the socks thing would you rather spend a week in a forest or a night in a real haunted house definitely would rather spend a week in a forest okay. i've done that before and that's okay would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat are we in hell? <laughs> um, I think I would. I think I would rather get a paper cut every time I turn the page. But that's that's maniacal. I, <laughs> would you rather sip aviation gin with Ryan Reynolds or shoot tequila with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Oh, I just want to hang out with Ryan Reynolds. Very we can drink whatever. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body showing what you did yesterday? <laughs> I, I think I would rather have tattoos that show up with what I did yesterday. Uh, okay. My face probably already shows my emotions too clearly. We don't need to advertise <laughs> it with color too. Very good. Would you rather be beautiful and stupid or unattractive and a genius? I think I would rather be unattractive and a genius. Would you rather only eat pizza for a year or not be able to eat any pizza for five years? I don't want eight, either of those things. Um, but I guess if I got to change the toppings on the pizza, I could handle pizza every day for a year. Would you rather give up cursing forever or give up dessert for 10 years? I think I would have to give up cursing. 
Oh, I like I like dessert too much. Okay. And I don't know if it's possible, but I try. <laughs> exactly. It it's not even an option for me. Um, the last one for you then. Would you rather go backstage with your favorite band or be an extra on your favorite TV show? I think I would want to go backstage with the band, definitely. That sounds okay. way more fun. Okay, perfect. Well, that's all I've got for you as far as questions today. Uh, Jennifer, how, tell people, uh, tell the audience how they can find out more about you and Camacho. Well, you can always visit Camacho's website at CamachoUSA.com. Um, you can find links to all of our email addresses there um, and reach out anytime. You can reach out to me at my email address, JenniferM at CamachoUSA.com. Um, or find me on LinkedIn. Very good. Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap presented by FCSI of the Americas. A huge thank you to Jennifer for joining us today. We couldn't do this show without members like you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcast. And don't turn on those notifications so you don't miss that on any future episodes. But until then, cheers. Cheers.